Welcome, 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 welcome to the Barnabas Speaks podcast. I am your host, Cloyd Brown. I just want to welcome you once again to the Barnabas Speaks podcast. I want to thank you to my listeners, to my new listeners, to my weekly listeners. I want to thank you for coming out once again. Uh, it's always a privilege to have you come out and uh, just really just be a blessing and that you would listen and that you would share and that you would come back each week. So I just want to say thank you. I hope everyone is doing well. hope everyone had a great week. I am having a great week. I've been blessed. I uh, had an opportunity to work from home most of this week. So it's been a really blessed week. Spent some time with my family. And so that's always great. Now, uh, so last week, what did we speak about? We spoke about what it means to, uh, what is your name? That was the question. And so I, I like questions. I like to pose questions and like to give you something to think about, uh, something that's going to challenge you. And so this week is no different. I would like to use the question, are you a friend? Uh, I was thinking about this for a while. I was thinking about some uh, different things. I was thinking about just life and how often we just assume that we are great friends, that we are uh, a blessing to people and that everything that we do is good. Uh, But, uh, we often don't take enough time to really assess what it is that we do well. Uh, are we a good friend? Are we the best person that we could be? Could we be doing more? Could we be better friends? Could we be better classmates, better coworkers? Is it something that we could be doing better? Uh, and I want to talk about friendship because I think that's how we survive. I think uh, you think about the Bible, you think about Genesis. And it says that it's not God now creates man, Adam, and it says that it's not right that man should live alone. Uh, and I heard T.D. Jake say this. It says that it's not right that man should live alone. It's not right that man should be alone. It's not right that man should be all one. And it really kind of stood out to me. Uh, that was from Bishop T.D. Jakes. And uh, it's not right for man to be all one. And I think that. When we hear that, we think that is the uh, the birthplace of marriage. And uh, while marriage did, uh, excuse me, while marriage was birthed there, uh, it wasn't just about marriage. It was about companionship, not just about husband and wife or uh, if you were romantic uh, relationships, but it was also about platonic relationships. Uh, because we know this because Paul said that there's some people that has a gift that have a gift of singleness. So if the, some people have a gift of singleness. We but then we still have to have to go back to what God said, that it's not right that man should live alone. Then we must now understand that it wasn't just in relation to marriage, but it was talking about our horizontal relationships uh, that we also should have we, our primary uh Relationship should be our vertical relationship. That means from earth to heaven or from us to God. But we should also also rather take and focus on our horizontal relationships, our relationships with other people, with men, with women and with our colleagues, with our friends and our parents and all those horizontal relationships. And we should take some time to invest in them because it is a gift from God, because God said that it's not right that man should live alone. That he saw and said, everything else he said, this is good, this is good. But he said, this is not good yet when he was talking about uh, Adam just being here by himself. There was no companionship. And so he now creates uh, 
he now creates Eve for him to so that he would not be all one, that he would not be alone, and that he tells him to replant that day, that they should be fruitful and multiply and to 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 bring more people on this earth. Now, one of the scriptures I was thinking about, and so when I first thought about this, I thought about David and Jonathan. I thought about David and Jonathan because they have an interesting relationship. So you really get the insight of their relationship shortly after or around the same time that David begins to have a a strained relationship with Saul. Now, Jonathan is Saul's son, but what ends up happening is they end up, they be, they become friends in such a way that Jonathan now takes a vow or a pledge to, to David saying, hey, no matter what happens, that I am on your side. I am going to be your friend. No matter, I don't know what's going on between you and my father, but you know what? You are as a brother to me. And so I want to use the, the scripture, the folk scripture is really going to be coming from the, the Proverbs 20, the Proverbs 18 in the 24th verse. And it says, better, uh, let me go back. The 24th verse reads, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Now, I used to hear this all the time. There's a friend that sticks close to a brother. My dad used to say that all the time, and it was him trying to, to get me to focus on my friendships and to think about my friendships in a different way, that there's a friend that sticks closer to, than a brother. And I, I think about this, that he has a very good friend because my dad was the only only boy uh, out of, from, his, from my grandparents. And so I think about it that uh, he has a really good friend. Uh, we actually call him Uncle Craig. He's like a... He's my dad's best friend, and he's really like an uncle to us. And I, I don't, I cannot necessarily remember a time before he was in the, that he wasn't in our life, rather. And so, he's a friend that sits closer than a brother. And I really thought about this, but before we get to that point, I really would like to get to the point of uh, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. I want to, I want to get to that that a clause in the scripture because. I think we do not think about what kind of friend we are. We do not think about what kind of friend we are. I think often we assume that we're good friends, but we don't really have. The only way that we can prove it is from our friend, our other friends, from, from asking our friends, are we a good friend? Are, are, are you a good friend? But not, but, but outside of that, I think that we can find out introspectively. If we introspectively look at what we expect from our friends to see, and then see if we provide that to our friends. What is it that you expect from your friends? Do you expect undying loyalty that no matter what you say, no matter what you do, that you're going that they're going to be loyal, even if you're wrong, even if you you're leading them off a bridge, that you expect them to be your friend? Or do you expect do you want yes men? Do you want people that say, you know what, no matter what you say, no matter how crazy it is, you know what, that's a good idea. Do you want people that are not going to tell you the truth? Let's use something simple. Do you want friends that, hey, you know what? Your clothes do not match. But do you want friends to say, you know what? You know what? You could pull that off. That looks good. Is that the kind of friend you want? Is that the kind of friend that you are? Are you a good friend? Do you give your friend the truth even, even when it may hurt them sometimes? Ah, we believe that uh, being a good friend is just always being, that, that is this undying loyalty but the thing is that loyalty is often misconstrued in being just 
going with the flow and sometimes that's not loyalty sometimes it is like you know what that's a bad idea you know what you were wrong you know what you probably shouldn't have cussed that person out you know what you probably shouldn't uh step out on your, your significant other you know what let's look at it from a different perspective you know what you're not you're not good at managing money you know what there's some things that you have to now say to your friends if you're going to be a true friend if you're going to be a friend, if you're going to be a friend that sits closer to the brother, you have to be able to give them the tough truths even when they don't want to hear it. Being a good friend is not being about being a yes man. It's not about being saying whatever they want to hear. It's not about always oh, just going with the flow. Yeah, it's going to be some things that you don't like that they do, and it's not for you to tear them down. But a good friend pulls their fr the other friend up. Yeah, a good friend, but also a good friend, you know what, it, they, they also cover their friends. And I think about this, this 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 relationship between Jonathan and David. And there's a time where basically Saul says to this creed, man, like, hey, man, David has to go. Like, I'm tired of him. I'm going to kill him. Uh, he, he, all this. And uh, Jonathan says, you know what? I, I'm my father's son. I love my father. But David, I love you enough to let you know, hey, this is what's going on. And. If you, I, I, this is what's going on and I want you to be here, but it's not safe for you to come back. Sometimes, even if we know that it's not good for our friend to do something, we don't look at it from our friend's perspective. We look at it from our perspective. If we know it's not good for our friend to, let us use this something as simple as this. We know it's not good for our friend to loan us money because Listen, man, I know that you're not you're already not good with your money. You're already you're already a spendthrift, but you also are very giving and you'll give even though uh, you don't have it to give. And what ends up happening is, is that because we want that money or because we want to see them do this thing, we won't give them that good advice. You know what? Keep your money. You know what, David? Stay where you are because it's not safe for you to come back. I, I will miss you, but at this point, you have to go your direction because because if you come back here, death awaits you. If you come back here, it's not safe. It's, it's just not safe. It's not safe for you to come back. But you know what? I'm not going to let you leave without giving you, giving you some of the things that you need. Yeah, uh, we need some really good friends. And, but the first thing about it is if you want to find a friend, you should find yourself friendly. You should find yourself friendly. That means if you want a good a good friend, you have to be a friend. Do we think about what kind of friend we are in our relationships? What kind of what kind of friend are we? What what are we doing in our friendships? Can our friends depend on us? Or are we unreliable? Are we uh, are we the people that are causing our friends to go into ruins? Are we the people that are causing our friends not to be successful in business? Are we the people that are causing our friends not to be good in their relationships? Are we, what, what, what are we, how would we define ourselves if we had to be the friend, we had to be the friend to ourselves? I know that I, I kind of, it seems kind of tricky, but reality is that would we look out at our level of friendship and say, you know what? That's a good friend. Can you say that you're a good friend? Are you, are you an unreliable friend? Are you a person that no one can ever count on you? 
Are you the person that you always want people to be there for you? You always want people to be able to loan you money. You always want them to to, to cheer you on. You always want them to buy your product. You always want them to show up uh, when you have a performance or you have some type of a thing, whether you're having a party or you're having a birthday party for your kids or all those different things. But you are the one that always backs out and never shows up. Are you that type of friend? I was really thinking about this. I, I... are we are we the type of friend that shows up when it's needed? Or are we the type of friend that always has a reason why we can't? Always has an excuse. Always has an excuse of why we can't be there. Are we are we are we the friend that we want to see? Gandhi says, be the change that you want to see in the world. And I suggest that you should be the friend that you want your friends to be? Can they find you when they're in turmoil? Uh, is, is, are you the type of friend that, 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 that prays even when you don't know what's going on? Or do you have to be privy to everything that's going on in their life for you to pray? Are you the friend that picks up the phone and says, you know what, man, I've, I've, I've noticed that you, you've been, you've been kind of down lately. I, I want to, I want to, I just want to, listen, you don't have to tell me what's going on, but know that I'm here for you. No, you don't have to tell me. I, I'm not here for the, the quote unquote tea. I'm not here to get all the facts and all the juice. I don't need to know all that, but I just want to know, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you the, are you the friend that, that can send the encouraging word and, and give them an encouraging call and, and put some money in their pocket even when they don't ask? Are you, are you an attentive friend? What are you requesting from your friends that you're not able to give? Another side is that what are you giving that you're not getting from your friends? I don't want I don't, this is not to tear you up and beat you up because you know this is an empowerment and encouragement. But I have to I have to give you both sides. But I have to let you know that hey, you must introspectively look at what kind of friend you are to see if you deserve the kind of friend that you're asking people to be to you. Some of us suck at friendship. It's just the reality of it. There's no way around it. We suck at friendship. We're not that good at it. And the reason why we're not that good at it is that we don't introspectively look at who we are. We must introspectively look at who we are. What are the what are the services that we're providing in our friendship? Can we are we the only are we the friends that only show up when it's time to spend money? Or do we have friends that only show up when it's time to spend money? Are we the type of friend that 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 can be called on? You know what? I don't I don't want to just do anything. I just need to talk to you. I need to work through this thing. But I don't need you to just tell me what I need to hear. I need you to tell me what is the truth. I need some some truth telling friends. I need some friends to say, hey, your podcast sucks. Maybe you need to think about something else. I need some friends to say, hey, this book is okay, man. But but you know what? It could be better this way. I'm gonna tell you what a friend looks like. <laughs> a friend. Looks like that someone that picks up your book and says, hey, now, we may not be the type of friend that, hey, that I can call this and that and that, but I, there was a friend in my editor because I was paying her regardless. And I understand that, 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 that this is her calling card at the same time, but she could have said, you know what, write that long devotion. Yeah, she could have she still edited the book to make sure that the grammar... And the content was good, but at the end of the day, say, you know what? This book is good, but you have way too many theological concepts to be a devotional book. Either you have to kind of change the scope of your book, or 
change or 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 find a scope that fits into what you want to do for devotions. This is my my, my editor, uh, Shavanta Arlene, and uh, she uh, she edited and she like, hey man, this is tough, and it, it was it was tough. I'm not, and I'm not. We're not the best of friends. We don't we don't talk like that, but. At that point, she was whether although she was pay, I was paying her for a service, she was showing herself friendly by saying, "Hey, you may want to look at it from a different angle." It reads well. I understand what you're saying, but that's only because I'm, I'm I'm in seminary. But somebody else may pick this up and not know what they're reading, and this is not this doesn't really bode well for a devotional. Now, she was getting paid regardless. After she finished the service, she was going to get her money. She was getting paid regardless, so she could have told me anything. But she showed herself friendly because I imagine that that on another note, if, if she was to ask someone else to read her book and say, hey, I want the, 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 the truth on how to make this book as successful as possible, that people can read, pick it up and read it and get exactly what God has for me to say. And I imagine that that's what, we, that, that, that's what she would want for on the other end, as she's the author, now she has someone else edit and, and read it, the content of her book. The reality is that if we're going to be, fr- uh, oh, we're going to have good friendships, we must first ensure that we are, are holding up our end of the bargain, that we are good friends, that we are the type of person that says, you know what, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you not just the truth, but I'm going to show you ways how to improve what you're trying to do. Are you a good friend? That's, that's the simple question of this podcast. Are, are you a good friend? And, and, and oftentimes, we suck at friendship. We, we just do. We don't, we don't show up like we should. We don't pray like we should. We don't encourage like we should. Because we live in a society where the camera is turned on us. And I'm 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 doing a live recording uh, via YouTube, and uh, but it really is like the and it happens to be turned on us. But that's really how we live. Is that how does this help me? And I know we live in the era of branding and your brand and this this and that and me 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 and uh, followers and likes and hashtags and and how many followers do I have? How many likes do I have? But Life is bigger than Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and social media. The friends you have, on, the, 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 so what? You have a thousand followers and a million followers, followers, but that's not, that's not necessarily real friendship because while those people can be good friends, and they, but the fact is that that doesn't denote that you have real friends because you have 100,000 followers or 100,000. I'm not even sure the limit is on Facebook. Let's say you have 3,000 friends on Facebook. That doesn't even denote that you're a good friend. You're just worth following. And the reality is some of the things that you post, what you need is a friend to say, hey, you need to stop posting that. A good friend. Let me tell you what a good friend is. Uh, one time, I uh, I posted a picture, and uh, it was my wife now, but my girlfriend at the time. She was my girlfriend at the time, and a picture. The picture was slightly revealing, not horribly, and it's not something I really paid attention to at the time. And I had my friend uh, Antoine Piper, 
he reaches out. He he reaches out. Hey, bro, uh, uh, Tisha's uh, uh, the the shirt, the picture is in an awkward position to where you can kind of see down her shirt. Now, I've had other friends. They didn't mention anything to me. Didn't say anything. But a good friend's like, hey, I'm covering you. I want you to know. Hey, this is what's up there. Now you do what you want with the information, but I wouldn't be a good friend if I didn't come and tell you. I've also had that same friend tell me that uh, in an interaction with a, uh, another friend that I was wrong. I felt like I was right. I went to him and said, hey, and I went to him and I said, hey, what do you think about this? And he says, you know what? You were wrong because you, you, could, you were right in what you were saying, but you were wrong in how you said it. Your approach was all wrong. The content of what you said is right, but your approach was wrong. That, that, that's not that's not how you address an issue. But if if he was just worried about saying yes to me and being my yes man and not being a real friend, I would have never known my approach was wrong. And I would have never been able to go and apologize to that person. And then when I go and apologize, it's, it sows a seed in what I was what God really put me in his life to do. And now he's in a different position. And I and it happened because my friend. And Antoine was more concerned about being a good friend than being a yes man of a friend. You don't need yes men in your life. You need people that says, hey, I understand that you, you were hurt and I understand that you were mad and I understand that you were sad and I understand that they said something to hurt you, but you were still wrong in this situation. But you also need those friends to say, hey. Yeah, it's, it's okay that you're sad. It's okay that you're angry. It's good to be angry. It, it's, it's good that, that you can admit that you're angry. So that way we can now deal with that, that, that fact. But those friends that just, that just tell you, man, just to swallow it up, this, this, and that. Don't worry about it. Keep, keep brushing off. You need a friend that allows you to be angry for that moment, but don't let you sit there in that anger. That's the kind of friends you need. You need friends that can be around you in all your different seasons. You need friends that will be around, be around you when you're mad, when you're sad, when you're crying, when you're depressed, when you're happy, when things are well, when things are bad. But no matter what, they're there for you. Because you can't have a friend that when you're going through a rough patch, you can't find them. You, you, can't, you, you don't see them. There's no one. They're not checking on you. I have a friend. His name is Emire. Now, We've never really hung out like that, but we've met, uh, we met through church, we met through our fellowship, and uh, we talked a few times, and it, we just clicked. Uh, we exchanged numbers, and we just clicked. And uh, I'll never forget how it happened was, uh, how it, we even didn't end up exchanging numbers was that I was actually going to my friend, uh, that same friend, Antoine, Antoine Piper, and I was going to see him uh, be elevated. And so I went, and st I went to his house, I elevated to an uh, ordained elder. He was becoming an ordained elder. And I went up there. I went to stay in this house. And I said, oh, man, I'm in Delaware. Just, and so Emire stays in Delaware. And I was like, man, yeah, I'm in Delaware, such, such. And uh, uh, I, uh, I, he said, man, here's my number. Hit me when you get here. And I reached out to him. He was busy on Sunday, and I was busy on Sunday. And I had a short window of being here. But anyway, ever since then, we kind of just we just kind of connected, and we hit, and we, we talked uh, all the time. And, uh, and it just kind of worked from there. But he, without telling me, he didn't, I, without me asking, when we were going, me and my, my family were going through our rough patch, when we transitioned from Charleston to Raleigh, 
him and his wife would pray for us every every day, every morning. And he would call and check on me. And I he, listen, man, I I'm very my wife would say that I'm complicated and I I have some complexities about me. But at the same time, when it comes to matters of the heart, I'm very I'm very simple. I I don't want a lot of things. I I I don't I don't I don't gifts uh I don't need birthday gifts from people. Man, if you send me a card, it means more to me because it let me know that you were thinking of me. Uh and the fact that hey, he didn't offer he could have, uh, but uh, man, I'm, we're both men with pride, and so he didn't, he didn't offer me any money. He just offered me prayers, and that meant the world to me. And I think sometimes when I think that when you you think that being a good friend is giving one, just one type of care, and two, you're worried because you don't have something to give. You always have something to give. It may not be tangible, but you always have something to give. When you're a friend, you always have something to give. Sometimes the only thing that a person needs is your listening ear. Sometimes they don't need a solution. Uh, you always talk about, uh, you're always thinking about, like, they always say like how sometimes women, when, they are, when, they're, when they're trying to explain the thing, the issue that they're going through, they don't need a, they don't need a, a fix it. They just want you to listen. And sometimes as a friend, they just need someone to listen. That they, as they, You ever been talking to someone and as they, as they talk it through? Like, you don't really say anything. You just they listen and they, they just, and you find as they allow, they're allowed to say out loud what's been in their head. They, they kind of walk through and understand, hey man, I, I could have been better here. The reality is sometimes being a friend is just being a listening ear. Allowing them to vent. Allowing them to, to understand, hey, I'm not perfect. I, I need to. I just need to get this out of my head. I, I'm going through these challenges. I struggle with being single, and I struggle with being in a relationship. I struggle with my finances. I struggle with being in a dead end job. They want to. They 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 don't need a fix it. They just need an ear. Now sometimes they will want your advice. Sometimes they they need your sound advice. Sometimes you are their sounding board. Sometimes hey, I'm thinking about writing this, but what do you think? For me, I, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a preacher, so. Most of my, my sermon ideas, before I, 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 I bounce them off my, my brother, my, my mentor, Kevin Hill, and I'll be like, hey, yeah, uh, this is what God got me studying, man. Uh, and these are some of the points. What do you think? Oh, and then so he'll ask me some questions, and it, it kind of works through, and we end up in a conversation, and it really expands the sermon. But, but that's, and that, that's us. And, it's, it's, and I, I, I want that input. There's sometimes where, hey, man, yeah, just just listen, man. Just listen, man. Uh, now, but at the same time, Kev is my brother, so sometimes I'm thinking, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get this work. He's gonna he gonna tell me what I need to hear. And it's not always, you know what? You're right, even though I'm wrong. Hey, yeah, man, you you're right, man. And that's where it goes. Where it says that. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. When you have a friend that's not even reliable to tell you the truth about who you are, about where you could be, where you could improve. And hey, if you want to to keep this job, you need to start going to work on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you don't like the job and I know that you, that, that, that you want a different job, but you need to go to work on time. And I'll help you look for a job, but you need to go to work on time. So that way, that way, hey, you can keep this job. But if, if, if your friend can't say, hey, man, you're wrong for going to work late every day, 
he's not even reliable to tell that truth. To be able to say, you know what? I know you don't like your job. I know that you're struggling in your job right now. But handle the but but deal with the things and handle the things that you can control. You can control that you go to work on time. You can control the kind of output you put out there. You can't control that you don't like it. Uh, you, I mean, you don't like your job. That's fine. Then. It's not it's not a great job. Your manager may not be all it is. But, hey, focus on what you can control. Those are the kind of friends you need. You need friends that can tell you the truth. And also speak to a way that you can hear. That you'll listen. Are you a friend? What kind of friend are you? What, what, what really kind of friend are you? Can a per, can, do they feel like they can tell you anything? Like, I mean, like anything. They can come with you with anything. Or are you the friend that they can't come to you with anything? They can't tell you anything because you're waiting for your chance to speak. Or you're waiting for your chance to tell them about your day. And they really had a bad day. And they need to know it's going to be okay. What? Who are you as a friend? I, I, I just, I just want what I, this podcast is not meant to beat you up. It's really for you to reflect on who you are as a friend. Because if we're going to to encourage and we're going to empower, we're going to be faith walkers. We have to now wonder about what kind of light we cast. Who do? How do we? What kind of light do we cast as friends? Are we reliable or are we unreliable? Are we the friend that stays closer than a brother? Or are we the friend that leads our friends to ruin? What, what are we? Who are we? Who are you as a friend? Last week I asked you about your name. Who you are as a friend, it, 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 it ties into who you are as, as a person. It, it ties in. It, I, I'll never forget... I'll never forget. Uh, my uh, my wife's uh, grandfather passed. Uh, he died, and uh, she told her best friend, a friend that she grew up with. They've been friends for years. And she just showed up at the funeral. Just showed up. Out of nowhere, just showed up at the funeral. Just to support her friend. Just to support her. Do you have friends like that? That, that you know what? Right now, you're not emotional, you're not anything like that, but I'm going to be there just to be a support to you because you're going to be a support to everybody else. Are you that kind of friend? Do you, will you drop everything? And try to figure it out, work it out. Uh, we had a, we, 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 if something would have happened to you, are you the friend that everyone say, you know what, that person was a good friend? You know what, like they were there for me. They told me tough truths when I needed to hear, even when I didn't want to hear it. They never lied to me, they never gassed me up. They, are, they always helped me in the tough times. And I'm not talking about finances. Yeah, sometimes you're gonna need a you you may need to be the friend or you may need a friend that'll help you financially. That's great. Have those too. But sometimes you need a friend that you can call and it'd be two o'clock in the morning, like, listen, man, I need to talk to you because I'm about to make a bad decision. I but I need your confidentiality. I, I need to know that, hey, 
that I can tell you that I'm thinking about this thing and I don't want to do it, but I need some help to convince myself not to do it. See, we don't want to talk about those tough parts in in those friendships. We don't want to talk about those things because it means that we have to humble ourselves to realize that one, we don't have all the answers. Two, we have to let our friends know that sometimes that you have that we have rather the capability and we have the room to make a mistake too. Your friends are the people that you shouldn't have to be perfect around. Your friends are the people that you should be able to let your head down and be transparent with. Say, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes my 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 thoughts are not the best. Sometimes I, I do look at a woman lustfully when I probably shouldn't have. Sometimes I I, I do look at it. This is for women that I do look like a man lustfully when I probably shouldn't have. Sometimes I I, I think about cussing that person out. Sometimes I, I, I do slip and cuss that person out. You need, can your friend, can, do you have those kind of friends that we can be transparent and really say, you know what? I need your help trying to get through this thing. See, we want friends that we can always go to about our money problems, but when we need friends when we, when we have heart problems, when we have mind problems, when we have other relationship problems, but not just that one that, that, that you can go to and they can say, you're right here, but you're wrong here. You, you, you're, you're right to be upset, but you're wrong to curse that person out. You're wrong. Now, this is going to be a little controversial because uh, <laughs> uh, we shouldn't fight. But at the same time, you want loyal friends. You want people that, hey, if something's going down, they're at least going to be by your side. I Listen, man, I, I am, everyone knows that I'm a very protective person. I protect my family and my friends. And I don't want friends that if something happens while I'm out of town or I'm out of the country, that... I can't call them and say, hey, I need to go check on my wife. And I'm not talking about like anything violent. Like I'll never forget. One of the things that, uh, let me go back. One of the things that really bugs me when I was in the military that they would say, hey, man, if you need anything, man, we're here for your family, this and that. But it's all words. It was just, it was just words. It was, it was, it was talking. It was, it sounded good. But the reality is that they didn't really mean it. And that's when you find out the people that meant it. And so we were having computer problems, internet problems, and uh, my wife is having computer problems. And I'm the I'm like the technology guy in my house. And so, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm the I'm the technology guy in my house. And so, uh, I was out the country, and I had done all I could to kind of walk her through it via on the phone. And so I called my supervisor at the time. But also my good friend Chris Risa. And uh I said, Chris, uh teach time problem with the internet. Here's a number. Can't please reach out. And so they reached out and he he got her he, he went to the house, he got her computer working. And that, that, it's small things like that. That that's good friendship. But at the same time, hey, Chris is deployed. Uh Jody, what do you need? 
Uh, and so I go over there and help, even if it's something simple like just moving something. Uh, and as those are kind of things that that you do when you're friends, that hey, you're dependable. It's it's that, it's that same concept. I another story. I remember when uh, I was deployed and uh, my they ended up becoming good friends. My uh, wife's friend uh, invited them invited over for uh, Christmas. Uh, I want to say it was Christmas. Uh, it may have been. It was either Thanksgiving or Christmas. Please don't hold me to it. But they, she got invited over, and they, uh, they that's how they really connected. They started to go in the gym together. Uh, and so it's, it's those kind of different things where, hey, I can depend on you with the things that are sacred to me. I can depend on you with the things that I hold precious to me. I can depend on you to be a friend. Even when I'm not around. Yeah, that's that's the hard part. We always say that. Like, this is joke. It's like, not a joke, but it's this saying, rather, where it says that uh, if you come back and tell me what other people are saying about me, I want to question why do they feel so comfortable saying those things around you. And, and that's really to say is that I want you to be my friend even when I'm not around. That's really all the saying is saying, hey, I want to be able to count on you as a friend even when I'm not around. And I think about this Jonathan and David thing and that that Jonathan, he really, by by society standards, he should have been more loyal to his father than he should have been of David. But he said that he sticks closer, that a friend sits closer than the brother. And what he's saying is that I have a commitment to David and my father is wrong in this instant. David has done nothing but serve my father with, with, without hesitation. And my father is wrong. And I, I'm going to stick to this relationship and this, this, this covenant that I have with David. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't walk away from this thing. And so and even when he's not around, I'm going to be a friend. And David now returns the favor because later on, after Jonathan is, 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 is passed and, and Saul is dead, he says, I need, I need to find somebody from the house of Saul and I want to bless them. I don't care who it is. I need to bless him. Find, find out if there's anyone left in the house of Saul. My best friend, my brother Jonathan, he, he was so loyal to me, and I, I want to bless his house. Are you that kind of friend? Are, are you, can you be a friend when, when your friend is not around? Can, do you have friends that you know that no matter what? Like I'm not saying that you have to have 100. I'm talking about like you got three or four one, two, three, or four good friends that no matter what, you know they got your back. They have your back. They have your back. And they know that you have their back. That no matter what goes down, no matter what happens, that, that they can come and tell you the truth. They can tell you that your breath stinks. They can tell you that you don't match. They can tell you all this, that, that is, but no matter what, they have your back. You have those kind of friends. Are you that kind of friend? Is there anyone that can depend on you? Now, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about, hey, man, because often, once again, I don't want to get this to money-wise because money is funny. And so, but the thing is that, but loyalty, like friendship, real real friendship, it's through the thick and thin. Like, hey, man, you're not making good decisions, but you know what? I'm still here for you. Now, I, no, I can't ride with you to this place, man, because I, listen, man, I'm not going to jail. I'm not, I mean, listen, man, you got to stop selling drugs. Listen, man. You got to stop selling that people money, stealing people money at that job. Listen, Listen you, you got you to gotta go home to your wife. 
You got you to gotta, you gotta stay out these hotels and out these streets. Hey, man, be faithful. Nah, man, you're messing up. You're messing up. Listen, if, if, if you can't be faithful, maybe you should just let it go. You, it's, it's time to either, hey, man, just be honest with yourself and say, hey, this relationship is not for you. Can, that's just the kind of friends you need. You need the friends that know you, that can speak the truth to you and say, you know what? This is not a good decision. But at the same time, you need friends that show up at your, your, your movie premiere, that show up at your book signing, that show up when you get ready to preach, that show up when you uh, get ready to, to sing your solo, that show up when you, have, when you open the restaurant, that show up when you, uh, that, 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 that uh, solicits your business when you start your own business, that, that, that promotes your business when you, when you begin to, to, to start your own touring business or start your own uh, counseling uh, practice, whatever it is. You need those kind of friends. You need the ones that, that stick to you with, uh, through thick and thin. Whether, whether money is there or it's not, when the times are happy or when they're sad, when it was the best of times or the worst of times, you need a friend. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about our friend named Jesus. I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the, the, the friendship of Jesus. Abraham was considered a friend of God. And there's no really talk about anybody else about that. But I'm 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 gonna I'm go there. I'm I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on going. And he said that he was a friend of God. Now that you're not gonna get a better friend than Jesus Christ. There's some things that maybe you should just tell Jesus and allow him to talk to you back about it. But you're not gonna get a better friend than Jesus. No, no one, no man has a better friend. There's not a better friend than one that lays his life down. For his friends. Jesus Christ has laid his friend his life down for you. I would be remiss if I did not mention this. Like, like there's no greater love. There's no greater love than a man lay down his life for the for his friends, for the people that he loves. So when I'm telling you to, 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 to focus on some of these horizontal relationships, I want I do not want to neglate negate or neglect your your vertical relationship with Christ. I don't want to negate that because it's very important. And because there's something that, hey man, I can only share with Christ. Because I know it's not going anywhere. It is a vault. It is a vault, rather. And that you that it will not go anywhere. How's your friendship with Christ? Because this is this is what Another side of friendship goes. And so he calls Judas his friend. He calls Peter the devil. Judas, or his enemy rather, Judas, he says Peter is letting the devil use him. He doesn't call Peter the devil exactly. But uh, his actions, he's saying, get get thee behind me, Satan. But what really happens is that Judas betrays Christ. And... Peter is just trying to protect Christ. But he calls Judas his friend and he says, Peter, get thee behind me. Because Judas, while Judas is betraying him, his betrayal leads to his purpose. And Peter is trying to get in the way of his purpose. And I'm not saying to betray your friends. But what I am saying is, is that you should be pushing them toward their purpose. 
You shouldn't be getting in the way of their purpose because it benefits you. What is it that you're doing in your friendships that is getting in the way of their purpose? No, Siri, I I don't want to. I'm not here to beat you up, but I want you to look introspectively at the kind of friend that you are. If if your friend tells you that they're moving out, out the country, that they were going to pursue a business, do you tell them all the reasons why they may fail? Are, are, you, are you the person that continues to say, man, this is why you shouldn't do this. This is why you shouldn't do this. This is why you shouldn't do this. Or you try to figure out ways that they could be successful. If you're only looking at the things that, that, that can go wrong and never looking at the things that can go right and the way that they can make these things go right to avoid the wrongs, then maybe you're not that great of a friend. Because what you'll say is that I'm just being a straight shooter, I'm being straightforward. But is your straightforward coming from a, a truly good place or is it coming from a place of bitterness? Because you don't want to see your friend go or you don't want to see your family member go. My brother, ah, my brother, he, uh, one day, my brother says, you know what? Well, not really one day. My, my brother decided that he wanted to go to California because he wanted to write storylines for Christian gaming. And he said, the best place to do it is going to be in California. And if I can get to California, I can do it. Now, this is my baby brother. This is this is the baby. Like, uh, we have uh, different mothers, but at the, no matter how you slice it, we, he is the baby. Uh, and the whole family, as far as brothers and sisters go, uh, my siblings, he is the baby. And so, it... I didn't want him to go. It was sad to see him go. It was sad to see him go all the way across the country. And but he he went. And I could have got and all the reasons why he shouldn't go and all I could have thought of all the different reasons, but he gave me this reason. He gave me this logic. He told me his planning and all these different things. And so my only thought was that yes, these are the things that can go wrong. But how what can I do to make him the most successful? So I do what I do best, and I I started to do what I do for everyone else, and I just said I'm going to point that towards my brother and to encourage him and empower him to go. No, did I want him to move across the country to be in a totally different time zone than me? Than me? No, I would love to have him here, but me having him here is was about me and not about him fulfilling his purpose. And, and, and if, if I get to the point to where I can find all the reason why he shouldn't go only for my own purpose, then I am holding, I, I am not being a good friend. I am not being a good brother to his purpose. I, I, I don't have the right to get in the way of his purpose. If anything, as a friend, as a brother, I should be pushing him towards his purpose. No matter how much it hurts to see him go across the country, I'll feel better when I see him walking in his purpose. Are you the type of friend that feels good when you see your friend walking in their purpose? Are you the type of friend that feels good about pushing, even when it hurts you to push them to their, towards their purpose? Are you the type of friend that pushes them towards it regardless of your hurt? Regardless of your feelings, regardless of how you feel like you're going to miss your friend, you're going to miss your brother, you're going to miss your sister. Do you push them anyway? Yes, it hurt to see him go. It was a sad moment. But it was only sad because it was the emotion of it. But the reality is, I'm, now that I talk to him and I see that he's, he's, he's successful and he's doing exactly where he's going. He's going out of promotion on his job and I see him walking his purpose. It feels good 
Do I miss him? Yes. Is it sometimes hard to be so far from him? Yes. But he's walking in his purpose and I could not be happier because I'd rather him be away from, be a distance away from me walking his purpose than to be close to me and to be purposeless. It's not just about my friendship and my relationship with my brother. It's not just about me. I have an assignment to push the people toward their purpose. As a friend, I have an assignment to push my friends towards their purpose. So I'm going to be annoying. I know that some of my friends and some people that, that, that uh, call me their brother, uh, they, they, get, they get tired of my text messages sometimes. Hey, how's that, how's that thing going? Hey, how's it going? I know you can do it. I know sometimes they want to say, Cloyd, or if you know me well enough, uh, Stefan, I wish you'd shut up. I know they want to say that. But I'm the type of person, if you have a goal you, and you have a dream, if you tell me, I'm going to put you towards it. So I always say, if you don't want to reach that goal, reach that dream, you probably shouldn't tell me. But what kind of friend are you? We're, we're, we're winding down to the end, but and I realize that we're going to have a part two of this. But the reality is, is that if we're going to be a good friend, if we're going to be a friend that's closer than a brother, we have to first begin to introspectively look at what kind of friend we are. What do we do for our friends? Are we the type of friend that we wish that our friends are to us? Do we, are we what we want to attract? Think about that this week, beloved. Think about what kind of friend you are. Who are you as a friend? Who are you as a friend? Are you a good friend? God bless you and thank you for listening. Until next week. Remember, never let your independence rob you from your dependence on God. God bless you. Hey family, thank you for listening to another episode of the Barnabas Speaks podcast. I just want to once again thank you for coming out each week. I want to thank you for continuously listening, uh, for subscribing, for following. Once again, as always, I want to leave the opportunity that if you are looking to, to one, start your relationship with Christ, to accept him in, as your Lord and Savior, I would like you to reach out to me if you would like to speak about it and get more information. If you would just like to talk more about your relationship with Christ, uh, you can also reach out to me. If you have anything, any prayer requests, anything that you want me to continue to pray and meet with you and agree with you in prayer, you can also reach out to me as well. So how do you reach out to me? Well, you can always find me on social media. My Facebook is Cloyd Stephon Brown. My Instagram is at Cloyd Brown. My Twitter is at Gentleman Cloyd. Finally, my email address is cloyd.brown at rlcrdu.com. Once again, that's cloyd.brown at rlcrdu.com. Thank you for continuously listening and know that I'm praying for you, that I'm excited for you, and I'm always going to be here to encourage and empower you and always be giving you that push. I also would like to implore you that you would follow me on my social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But also, uh, please subscribe to this uh, podcast and share this podcast and let your friends and family know so they can be, as, be blessed as much as I am blessed by you, the, my listeners. Thank you and have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. And remember, never let your independence rob you from your dependence on God. God bless you. God love you.